0: This is a Squiz podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday, the 15th of February. In your Squiz today, a takeover for Crown Resorts, the remains of missing campers are identified, wrapping up the Super Bowl, and what it takes to get to space. This is your Squiz today. It was announced yesterday that Crown Resorts has agreed to a takeover offer from a US private equity firm called Blackstone for the cool price of $8.9 billion. It still needs the sign-off from shareholders, but James Packer, who owns 37% of Crown, is set to support the deal. He'll pocket about $3.2 billion if it does go ahead. We've covered Crown a bit over the last few years, Claire. There's been a fair few scandals to get it to this point.
1: Yeah, so just to dust off those issues quickly, it was 2016 when uh, a number of Crown staff were arrested in China for promoting gambling in China, and that's illegal. Uh, what staff were doing were targeting high rolling gamblers to come to its outfits in Melbourne and in Perth. Uh, and then after that, there were accusations raised on 60 Minutes and in the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age about breaches of the money laundering laws. The accusation there was that high rolling gamblers uh, were coming into the casinos and putting their ill-gotten gains through the casino floor. So that was an issue. That resulted in a number of inquiries, two raw commissions, one in Western Australia, which is due to report, one in Victoria that has been run and done, but probably the most notable one was in New South Wales, uh, where Crown was found to be unfit to hold a casino license. And that was an issue uh, because they were just about to open a very big and very expensive new precinct in Barangaroo in Sydney.
0: Yeah, that precinct is open, but the casino itself isn't. As to what happens next, Blackstone will still need regulatory approval on the deal from each state where Crown operates. So that's WA, Victoria and New South Wales. They'll want to know the casinos are being operated by fit and proper people.
1: Yeah, and Blackstone's a really big deal. They're a very big outfit in the United States. They already hold casino interests uh, in Las Vegas. So, so they say they know what they're doing and they're really looking forward to bringing good value to Crown and also a good experience for those who want to go there. Uh, what has to happen next is, as you say, it's got to go to shareholders. It's also got to go to those state regulators to tick off on Blackstone being good and proper people to hold casino mm-hmm. licenses in Australia. Uh, but it looks like it's done, and it looks like James Packer, uh, who of course is that big shareholder in Crown, uh, after a long time in involved with gaming uh, is going to be out of it and is going to have a lot of cash to do something new with.
0: (laughs) Apparently he is sad about separating from the business but says it is the right thing to do. It's a big turning of the page for the Packer family. They've been involved in gambling for a very long time. On to international news and the latest in Ukraine. Tensions there are still very high, with the world waiting to see what Russia will do when it comes to the build-up of troops on that Ukraine border. In an effort to get an answer, Ukraine has asked for a meeting with Russia within the next 48 hours. They want some transparency, Claire.
1: Yeah, it wants Russia and other nations in the region to come together very quickly to talk about exactly what Russia's plans are. That's a request that has been declined by Russia. Uh, They are maintaining the line that they're not looking to invade Ukraine. Uh, But of course, there is even more build up of those Russian troops on the Ukraine border. So lots of questions about exactly what they're up to.
0: Lots of high level talks still going on, but the tension is still very high. The UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, will head to Europe for more talks this week. Of course, if you're needing the background to why this situation is happening, check out our Squiz shortcut on Ukraine. We go through it in about 10 minutes. Search for Squiz shortcuts in your podcasting app. Back home now, and the coroner has identified that the human remains found in Victoria's high country in November last year are those of missing campers Russell Hill and Carol Clay. The pair who were in their 70s went missing in March last year.
1: Yeah, if you need a bit of a refresher on what that was all about, uh, they were campers. They had gone missing, as you say, March last year, and their remains were found uh, in November last year. There was quite a process to go through uh, to identify those remains, and that's what's happened yesterday. Uh, what happened was that Russell Hill and Carol Clay had gone on that camping trip. Hill didn't tell his wife that he was going away with Clay, so there's been lots of issues, of course, for their families as they try and navigate that really tricky space. Uh, In November, a Jetstar pilot named Greg Lynn was charged with two counts of murder. And now that they've confirmed that those bodies are those victims, things will move forward.
0: As for Greg Lynn, he's made no application for bail. He's due back before the courts in May. We spoke last week about the reports of 15-year-old Russian skating sensation Camilla Valieva testing positive to a banned substance. She's been cleared to compete by CAS, the Court for the Arbitration of Sport, but it's a case that has a fair few twists and turns, Claire.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people who are very angry about it as well. <laughs> uh, the issue is that she's 15 years old and because she's under 16 years old, the court has ruled in her favour saying that she should be given the opportunity to compete. Uh, they also found that she did that drug test back in December at the Russian figure skating championships, uh, but she only got the result last week and by which time she'd already competed in one event in Beijing. Uh, so there's some issues that really need to be unpacked as they get past the Olympics. But she's cleared to compete today and she's the favourite in the women's singles competition. Uh, It's going to be really interesting to see her on the ice.
0: Yeah, the International Olympic Committee has cancelled any medal ceremonies she's involved in until this is sorted. The US Olympic team is also pretty unhappy with the decision to let her compete. But as you say, she's the favourite for that women's singles competition today. The Super Bowl was on yesterday. There's always three things to note with the Super Bowl. The winner, the halftime entertainment and the ads. <laughs> it was the Los Angeles Rams, Claire, who snatched a last minute victory from the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: feel really sorry for the Bengals just because they haven't ever won. They've been in I the know. competition <laughs> for a really long time and they were set to win, uh, but it was literally in the last minute that the Los Angeles Rams have taken victory from them. feel really sorry for them. I don't really go for mm. them. I don't even know <laughs> what their colours are particularly, but I just think that's really unfair. You've got to go for the underdog for sure. <laughs> the halftime show got a pretty good review that Featured um, stars like Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige So it was a big one Uh, And of the ads, I have to say my favourite Lots of nostalgia around Lots of commentary Mm. that it's really tapping into uh, the millennials So looking at sort of what was big about 20 years ago or so uh, I like the Chevrolet ad which tapped into the Sopranos The way that they had shot that frame by frame uh, For the opening credits of that show is quite extraordinary
0: Speaking of nostalgia, even Lindsay Lohan was in an ad. Talk about a flashback for the millennials. (laughs) I'll pop links to them in your episode notes. Before we go, if you've got big dreams to be the next person on the moon or at least joining NASA, they've released their list of requirements. It's not a long
1: list, uh, but it's pretty particular. Very particular, you've got to be clever, you've got to be physically fit and you have to be an American citizen. Uh, I'll put myself down maybe for one out of three, I reckon. (laughs) Very clever I know I don't
0: pass the physically fit or the US citizen part either So uh, I might need to put that dream to bed I like that they list basic astronaut skills as spacewalking, operating the space station Flying jet planes and controlling a robotic arm There's absolutely nothing basic about any of those skills
1: Just a couple
0: of things <laughs> uh, But it did make me laugh this morning If you are dreaming of space, that's your criteria that you've got to aim for Squiz the day, Claire. What are you keeping an eye on?
1: Look, yesterday was Valentine's Day. I hope you had a nice Valentine's Day, Larissa, and someone did something lovely for you. (laughs) (laughs) You laugh. I'm Uh, (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Today is Singles Awareness Day. So uh, if you're sad, S-A-D, Valentine's Day, because you're (laughs) single, then today's your day apparently. Treat yourself to something nice. You can do that any day
0: of the week, but if you need an extra... Excuse, there you have it. (laughs) A bit of a pivot for me, this one. It's International Childhood Cancer Day today. So if you see people wearing a gold ribbon, that's what that is about. To the researchers and to the families going through childhood cancer, as the Squeeze Kids podcast would say, we salute you. That's about all from us. Have a good Wednesday and we will be back tomorrow. gpn.com forward slash squiz today.